0: Good morning, Mr. Boer. Good morning, Mr. Sheckman. How are you on this absolutely spiffing autumn day? Uh, I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. But do do
1: pray tell, what have you done here, Boer? It's it's detailed. Uh, why not read the labels, Mr. Sheckman? All right, all right, all right. So, the butter has the words written... Wait, it's just etched. Whatever. Uh, okay. Still, that's impressive. Uh, it says, hold here, all right, first bite with marks, 2nd bite, 3rd bite, 4th bite, 5th bite,
0: and then lick your lips, bitch. Uh, can I explain this innovation? Oh, You better, boy. This is bloody delicious. Okay, so it's winter is coming, Mr. Shekman, and that's uh, normally quite rough on, on hands and lips, right? Yes. Uh, so, so, the last bit of toast is uh, infused with a lip ice equivalent to keep your lips nice and moist. Uh, and then you just rub your hands after, after eating to keep your hands pretty. <laughs> the script says to say
1: genius. I, I'm, I'm struggling to say genius to that. <laughs> but I'll, I'll give you a pat on the back. <laughs> and please can we get on with it for today? Toasting his own. Um, Shagrashaykun, Michael Boer. Speaking of, of inventions of, of a sort, um, a video show and tell, um, we are looking at a bicycle with, Square wheels. With square wheels. Um, I guess back backstory is the person had a whole bunch of spare parts and wanted to see if they could do it. So there. Um, It it, it gave me the giggles because it is the quintessential student design. um, What problem does it solve? I can see that you can navigate (laughs) over potholes without sinking into them. Because effectively what it is, is you've converted your bicycle to
0: a track system. Uh, Tracks isn't like tank trade tracks. Um, Yes, you have. Uh, I mean... Bicycle saddles are not the most comfortable thing in the world, and having small points of contact with a reasonable amount of pressure, there's a reasonable amount of squash. Uh, That bike doesn't have any suspension. No. Um, It also sort of touches the ground the same way that a centipede does. Long and flat, everything all at once. um, With no micro suspension like tanks have. So... I see that this has been done on a beautifully smooth, oh, probably yes, yeah. Swedish bicycle path with, <laughs> yes. with no leaves, no, no, no berries, no sticks, no nothing. Sticks, nothing, no, yeah. no nothing. Um, also, with the large flat things, I'd be very interested to see this thing uh, maneuvering with like how much effort that takes. I mean, uh,
1: so, I mean, that, I mean one of the things, as uh, an interesting sort of point, your
0: gyroscopic stability is gone. Your diastatic flexibility is gone. Yes, I see the guy is struggling. I'm also seeing that yeah. the whole transmission system—you now end up with the, the 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 pedal and sprocket down there, and then the other, the other main drive is actually right up against your right ankle, yeah. which is not the world's no, safest. No, no, thing is, to be. Yeah, it, well, exactly that. Um, the the friction required to make a a belt of some kind go over a square corner <laughs> means that this thing does not need brakes. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, I was going to say it's a bloody. It, it's going to give
1: you a workout just going for a short little ride around the park. Um, okay, the benefit of this is punctures
0: are no longer a thing. Until you tear a belt and your whole bike. Until you by. tear a belt <laughs> and then you can't even go home on the road. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't be able to. I don't know if, because I've, yeah. I've got a question. They put a square frame in there. Why yeah. did they stick with spokes? Why not just do a I, I, this is very much for social media sort of showing I mean I spokes that are I fixed uh, I mean the cool thing about spokes while you're running is you can't see them yeah you guys don't pick them up yeah okay that's a fascinating yeah, I so oh, oh. <laughs> ah, see he has kept the original brakes to squeeze on the side of the boat I,
1: I, think, I, I think so I mean it's, I, it's it's a hodgepodge design it's make a really bad idea work and that's the thing it's, it's how, not, many, how many
0: views <laughs> did this video on the interweb have yeah. how many millennials or gen Z's want to order this thing who knows Um, that's a fascinating one
1: yeah so I've I've been reading a book recently okay it's a fictional book but the author does quite a lot of background reading and things and in this particular book um, so you mean unlike a student (laughs) carry on long long story on that one yeah sure (laughs) (laughs) Um, a particular operative I think he's CIA um, is undercover in a particular environment where there is no cell phone reception. He's undercover, and they don't want to have cell phone reception there because then information could get out. And they don't want to use radios and stuff like that for the e- reasons. E- yes. Exactly. And I started to think the problem was this guy has a lot of very important information. <clears> uh, <throat> he has a cell phone on him, um, of, even of the more basic variety. How would, you know, say for example, you knew where the person was in operating, and you needed to get a signal to him or you need to be able to get contact with them. How would you achieve that? You don't want to give them special radios because if you're undercover, why do you, you can, have this? Yes, you can. Yes, You, that's you right. blow your cover that way. So, right, you just have a standard cell phone. Okay, that makes sense. So
0: how would you do it? That's an interesting thing. So, I mean, it all comes down to what kind of information you need to transmit. So hmm. is it stuff that you can put into a storage device, you know, good old fashioned homing pigeon oh, type okay, stuff? Oh, okay, so physical data transfer. Is, okay. is it is it stuff which you can, like, store a whole lot of pictures and then do something out out of it or is it stuff which you need to transmit continuously and i think that's it it Mm. stuff which you can store up over a day and then then submit once in a in a a chunk whether Mm. whatever the format is irrelevant whether it needs to be you need to listen to this entire conversation right now you need to see this video okay right now yeah Um, and i think that would be the main distinction because you'd need probably different systems for each one I mean, even with the more sort of now, I'm thinking in this case the operative
1: has a has a cell phone. Um, now you do get cell phones that can now connect to satellites and stuff and transmit via satellite. Yeah. But I, I think you would stand out having
0: the latest iPhone. In yes. a. a Sub-Saharan Africa Yes, you need to upgrade You probably need to do A proper job On the the old version To have all kinds of stuff And and then the
1: moment They open your phone up to say, Okay, what's your phone You want it to just be A standard phone Yes Um, Okay, so now But let's say Even the the more basic phones These days Some of them Come with a camera Yes um, And a voice recorder And things So what we could say Is right We we don't necessarily Need to do a live transmission Of the guys doing a Correct uh, A
0: conference We can record it And then we just need To transmit it Um, So so what you need to do is you need to bring in something from being too far away to being closer to get it. Yes. Now, if it is to pick up the SIM card out of the dude's hand, that's coming really, really close. Yes. If it's coming close enough to collect a signal from the phone uh, to connect to you to let you know that you're safe to send the pictures or whatever, that's uh, not as close. It can be higher, further, more invisible, all of those sorts of things. And I think that's the key distinction with is it hard data where yeah. you need to collect a flash drive or a SIM card or something like that or land and plug in a cable to, okay, yeah. so that you're not transmitting it so it's yeah, yeah, no, secure no, no. or something exactly, yes. versus the uh, the basic transmission like like a, a live telephone report, uh, report or, yeah. um, or, or, or stuff like that.
1: I mean, my, my original idea is you basically equip a Reaper or, or something of that sort of drone um, to fly a reasonable L2 to ensure and it has a broadcast or effectively its own cell phone network incorporated yes. into it. Do an overflight over at night, so obviously no one can h- see or Definitely hear you. Definitely at night, um, as high as you can, quiet as you can. The problem is, is theoretically, it, it, it depends. If you're going to have it that the person uses a stock cell phone, so that even yes. if they get hold of the phone doesn't look, every other person in the yes. area would know, I'm getting a cell phone reception. Exactly. Um, exactly. So that would be something that it,
0: it wouldn't necessarily Unless solve. you were to equip it with what looked like a normal Whatever the main companies like, like old-fashioned stuff where literally it 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 didn't run on Wi-Fi or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It literally was the SIM card connected to a network. In which case, if if you've ever travelled from this country to another country with your MTN or Vodacom SIM card, Mm -hmm. when you get to another country, there are things you can connect to. Yes, but you can't because your one isn't there. Isn't compatible. Um, Yeah, that would be I think the easiest way. Actually, yeah,
1: and maybe what you do is you sort of built in a, a a dual SIM situation. So if they test it out. And bring it next to one of their own networks. It works normally.
0: With, with, with that other SIM where, let's say, it's specially made to be edible if you needed to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. E- exactly. The moment you drop it into sand, it dissolves, <coughs> or, or yeah. whatever
1: the case okay. is necessary. All right, so,
0: so you basically would bring in an electronic connection thing, which is longer than a cable, longer than a flash drive, to, to do that sort of stuff. Because you mm-hmm. can transmit normal type stuff. The only issue is... Let's assume you were to take a video with, let's say, uh, maybe not the world's greatest, m- best phone now, but you were mm. to take a 500-long video. Yeah. How much data are we talking about? And the thing is, it's quite a lot. It is so quite So to do a lot. that over SIM type stuff, you, you really wouldn't want the thing hovering around for like 20 minutes where you're yeah, yeah. risking a thing like that. It, so. Exactly, yeah.
1: I mean, that's the thing is, <laughs> I think, I mean, like, in the middle of
0: the night... How, I mean, what is the likelihood, unless you have... No, but actually, own. actually, maybe the reason that video uploads are quite slow is simply because down here on Earth, for any square kilometer in Johannesburg, you might have one tower yeah, and 5,000 exactly people, people connecting. Whereas over here, you've got your very own thing, <laughs> yeah. where you are the only, or maybe there's like a few operatives. Yeah. If you're not talking 5,000 No, true, actually, people, yeah, so you probably could... So you could probably get very, very high bandwidth yeah. um,
1: from, from a connection um, for that. And then the, the drone itself can handle its own connection via satellite otherwise to That's
0: another thing. So now, is the drone connected live? Because if that transmits, then almost anyone can pick it up. Or does the drone act as a, a micro-local collector of things and then the drone goes out? So do you do this where you repeat the entire procedure a few times? I think, you know, if you
1: had it that... Um, say, say, for example, you wanted to indicate that there's a particular, you're undercover because you're looking for a particular uh, agent, enemy agent, and you want to send a message, this person is here now. Yes. Um, you wouldn't want to have it send it, drone then has to go back, data it transfer. It'd be send it, it transfers
0: it. So maybe it'd be a case of... So there'd be a live secure link between the drone. In fact, the reason that you couldn't have that to the person is because you, you could, you'd need a special phone for that. Yes. So what you do is you keep the standard phone where when you need to connect, you find your SIM, your carrier yeah, exactly, available yeah. and, and the drone does it. Um, but the drone can connect live using secure stuff which no one else has access to, which I think is that's, that's how drones work. probably have to work in that potential way there. As much as I'd like to hack into the live feed of a Reaper, I don't think I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd have the capabilities <laughs> to do that. You get a couple of small knocks on your door and stuff.
1: <laughs> it got me thinking then as sort of a follow-on to that... Um, when there's a natural disaster and the, the, the local networks and stuff are knocked out, flooding, tsunami, um, hurricanes, tornadoes, that sort of thing, what, what is done necessarily in that case? I mean, Isn't, can, isn't that the sort of thing that Starlink is, is sort of aimed I, I, at? As I mean, I thing. get that, but I mean, w- again, we'll come back to that. What if your phone
0: doesn't have Wi-Fi? Oh, I see. Yes, you're right. And what about like localized stuff? Like, for example, if you're in an earthquake, you don't want... You don't want f- Fifteen thousand people that are hunting or bogging up an overall network you'd want something which is very localized yeah exactly so for example we're on this block with this building that's our kind of network yeah i mean the main thing is you could do it with something which is ground-based
1: yeah no it doesn't and i think that firstly it doesn't have to fly the reason that we're talking for the sort of um clandestine operation is <laughs> if suddenly this big van drives through every time at midnight
0: like well i fucking wonder what that's all about um, but also there could be the thing where at night you basically take these little boxes and you find yourself a nice little pine tree and you go and you just like land in it like an owl. You could do a, a secret network thing by night that moves every night. Um, Type thing you, you, you yeah, could do that you, but you also could. there are some clandestine places where there are no trees for owls to hide in which case we're not <laughs> going to try and in <laughs> fact this is the first time we've invoked concept 17 which is <laughs> let's use the rabbit hole concept of, a, of of some form of transmitter that is like a, a desert rat that goes and buries like a hole and then it transmits underground
1: we're going to embed antennas into your we entire body we should really body. make movies Mr. Sheckley the, the, the plots are very um, <laughs> tangential but i just want to write the script and then i'm over it like i don't,
0: you know i'll watch it afterwards i don't want to be involved in the making of it no exactly um, exactly exactly um yeah so, so actually with the, the issue with let's say a widespread thing like if you've got a massive flood like something which is big it's not just localized like a building fell down yeah. a building fell down you can use well the, the network you can use, down. you it's, can use fp's radio oh yes yeah no, 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 exactly um but if it's a case of you now have flooding over like hmm. a, a half a state in the U.S. or or something big like they've had in Pakistan, for example. There the existing infrastructure no longer exists. Now what you need to do is rapidly set up an equivalent. Mm -hmm. So you might have mobile phone towers, but you might not have normal grid power going to them. What could you rapidly deploy without needing a team with ladders to get to the top of the thing... To park a portable thing that can do the same job hmm. and the thing is that would be a rapidly deployed aerial type system you know sure, it could be yes, something where yeah. you use the helicopter to hover with a, a man with a yeah, spanner or, off, or yeah. it could be some form of thing which flies itself there and it just clips itself on it's a big quad yeah. of some kind yeah. to do the to do the kind of job i think that would be the, the sort of equivalent top thing
1: I, it'd be interesting what i'd any, any student that would approach a problem of that sort what i'd first say is make sure in in Enough disaster situations are the towers still standing because if the towers start to go down, then you, you would need your own tower and f-
0: also a- there's the emergency response thing where if you are re- responding to a disaster which covers a hundred square kilometers or a thousand square kilometers yeah. whatever it happens to be, is there a need to set up a a network in like so, so twelve o'clock goes disaster strikes yeah. 15 minutes after the disasters open, we roll up the response to get network everywhere <laughs> while we're trying to wake up paramedics and then get <laughs> fire trucks and ambulances. So you have to work out when we yeah, need When it. would it yeah. now, Obviously, the, the network that allows you to communicate is required before you need to communicate. Yes. There's no, I mean, otherwise, if you arrived and you needed to communicate and you couldn't, that is, a, that is a fundamental flaw in the system, isn't it?
1: well I think it depends who's trying to communicate if it's I mean the emergency response personnel
0: I'd imagine they'd be equipped with their own communication gear they would with the satellite stuff but now if you needed to communicate with anyone who let's say still had a smartphone that had survived the flood or something yeah, to no, communicate well that, yeah, and, and perhaps perhaps and that would be a thing where, where concept option one versus two would be the one is a preemptive strike yes. the other one is a post strike because they both solve this, the, the thing a little bit differently but they both solve the problem
1: Yes, and I think what would be interesting from a time standpoint, if you could, I mean you see some of the cases especially with like wreckage and stuff after an earthquake especially with Turkey, um, the person... Oh, you weren't talking about Thanksgiving, sorry. <laughs> Carry on. Renowned for the earthquakes, yes. Um, <laughs> if the, you're, you have, you're able to set up your network such so that the person that is then trapped has their phone, now... Phones are prolific enough these days that I think, you know, you can. S- you, it's a safe assumption to say majority of persons have them. What
0: would be the worst case scenario in terms of phone life left? That's would you point. work on an hour?
1: And, and that's what I'm thinking. So, you effectively, that deployment early. Would
0: not necessarily be... Or A, let the person uh, Yes, a a, a thing like, are you stuck? Yeah. Ping, let your phone get registered because now it can go flat. We kind of know where you are. Exactly. And we know who's there and we know who's diabetic and we know that... And I think that's where the time thing would be great. And yeah. that would certainly be the preemptive strike because we can't get help to you. Yeah. But now that we know what the situation is, we can, we can get specifically help to you. To We've you. discussed this before, Mr. Sheckman, with that bus crash on the side of the road, remember, a few years ago. Yes. But that, yeah. that was all about the medical assistance and what to do about it as opposed to... Uh, how to actually communicate it wasn't about the communication no they, everyone was there yeah no, exactly. and then it was a case of all right everyone had a, a phone that had been charged up in the car or on the bus and now you deal with it but yeah. um effectively there are some equivalencies uh equivalencies i, I, I think
1: the other thing that would sort of be interesting at this point is, is from a we, we deal with mechanical and aeronautical students uh, as to whether this project would end up that this topic would be appropriate for them Because there is something between apps and stuff you then have to have on your phone in case you're in a disaster type. Or a region that might be prone to disasters. You're in Florida with the hurricanes and so on and so forth. Um, Or it's the mechanism to do the deployment. And I think in some ways, I think you'd first have to look at how would you do the communication.
0: Arbitrarily, apps, I think think we could take that relatively safe. You could certainly select the you could write the URS for the app, like what the app needed to do. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, probably shop around for something which exists. Exactly. But I mean, that would
1: be a very cursory look
0: at simply to see,
1: is this something where we're just flying over and just dropping parachute antennas and stuff all
0: over the city It's some kind of cluster bomb? Technique. Correct. And that's where criteria are super important. You've got to think about how is it that you're going to evaluate these things? Yeah. Because if it's a case of there's a disaster zone, there's 10,000 square kilometers, let's go and set up communication network. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. And then let's wait and see where we get pings effectively from. Yeah. How do you do that? Do you roll it out with a set of things? Do you do it radially? Do you do it from one edge? As soon as you've got the data, do you take that expensive piece oh, actually, of kit yeah. and then move on as oh. you go along? Or do you have a whole lot of these things in storage, permanently charged, ready to go? Um or hmm. do you do a thing which basically doesn't stop, it basically it, it, it can go to a place, it can either loiter around or, or, or circle and then move on to the next thing. And then whether you, do, do you do this preemptively <laughs> or do you let the EMS get there to basically do a stock take and say, we need, we need help because we need, yeah, this okay, is the yes, building. Yeah. Both of those would have a completely different time and cost profile yeah, from it. So. And, yes, and I think yeah. the, the app that you use might be identical for each one and that's yes. why I'd be unimp- well, from a design point of view, yes you definitely it, it won't work without it but that's the bit I'm least impressed by
1: well, no, no, exactly I mean, how the app or, yeah, how you end up doing the communication is not as important as how you've established the connection in the first place
0: correct, setting up things that have got enough whatever it is, uh, antenna power to be able to go into broken concrete or mud, broken mud buildings or into an avalanche zone or something like that that's one thing. The power required to do that, the energy system, the you know, maneuvering, how long it can last. for. Yes, yeah. Those are the things that, from a making and error point of view, far more important than just the software thing inside, which uses a very small amount of power relative to anything that can get from here to a, a building that's fallen down in Pretoria in five minutes. Yeah. The, the, the app is irrelevant compared to the machine that can get the app. Or even exactly. just the antenna there, the app could be based on a server... Underwater near Hawaii, for example. And and, uh, as a a, a,
1: an extra thought, because there's something occurred to me, and I realised, no, I'm over what that wasn't good enough. (laughs) No, 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 no. It's Uh, never good enough for Mr. (laughs) Um, uh, I Suddenly thought, yes, but what you could also then do is have your your deployable system actually have supplies. But it is—it's
0: boarding onto that search and rescue all at it once. It is. It's a search and rescue. And then, do you do this thing where you have a mothership with? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Do you do you just go, George Lucas? You've given me the concept already. Let me just go and watch whichever Star Wars I needed to do—the old ones, the new ones, and the shit ones—and and pick pick a pick a concept. <laughs> yeah. No. Exactly. Uh, again,
1: it comes back to what the problem is. It, it comes back to what I mean the time requirements have come down to I
0: think everything do you make a rescue dog delivery system <laughs> put the dog there the dog is kitted out with everything man solar panels full solar collection little it everything pops out a and tent then the dog the basically runs around and the dog runs a show um, the dog's equipped with cameras so people can VR and like listen Husky go left go right <laughs> faster no Rex no Rex leave <laughs> the sausages in the butcher shop alone no that's a
1: person you're eating the person stop it <laughs> exactly <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) yeah no,
0: that's how you know you've gone horribly off topic with with, with your problem you've gone off scope but that is is always option three it's the ridiculous one which well we could do this nothing stops you from making a but again how would you do this how would in in fact that would be another problem it's like for the turkey thing getting specialist rescue dogs I mean how many actual Mm. earthquake rescue dogs are trained up at any one point in any country like the city of Johannesburg Is there one? Are there none? Is there even, I mean, there there are a couple that went to Turkey for SA. There's the issue of how do you get them there? Like transporting dogs rapidly is very different to getting, you know, your paramedics and supplies there. So you could actually organize a thing of, if you did have a natural disaster, how the hell would you get all the trained dogs in Europe to a zone in a 10-hour period type thing?
1: You know? Yeah no while I mean look there's a reason we don't keep them all in one spot and launch them in a rocket to the location or a a hypersonic aircraft um, on a case by case just use an old SpaceX model those ones didn't blow up (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they going up there going to safe, no, it's spiraling out of control, okay, there go the dogs. Alright, uh, no, I, t- I mean, I can,
0: I can see it now, you land your 747 freighter and then you've got like 5,000 dogs all on leashes, the amount of barking and, and frisbees and peeing on structure etc, it would be uh, phenomenal. Yeah. It's also not it's also not solving the problem with communication. It's like, well the dogs are here, it's
1: like great We can't talk to anyone. Oh, okay, well that's fine, don't worry about it. Um, and, and yeah yeah, and not okay.
0: parachuting dogs and all that. <coughs> the seven for seven stability model where five thousand dogs will start chasing their tail <laughs>
1: it sets up a gyroscopic precision that starts <laughs> <laughs> rotating the aircraft and you just Jeez, you get decompression and all those little <laughs> yellow those yellow <laughs> clips come out the dogs just go nuts <laughs> uh, alright I, I think that, I think it's a relatively good point to put it I don't in. think there's a rescue here a ship. We need, to, <laughs> need to call it <laughs> indeed thank you very much for listening we'll catch you in the next one cheers